Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. What is up, guys? Sophia here, back with another topic. If you are new, then don't forget to subscribe and also don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can stay updated on all of my content. Don't forget to like this video, give it a thumbs up and don't forget to share if you know somebody who may find this video beneficial. And last but not least, don't forget to check the description box because I always put a lot of stuff in there, specifically my products as it pertains to this video, which is if you are in love with a married man, this is your five-step plan on how to get over a married man audio and also an audio on if you were in a situation where your husband left you. So what we gonna be talking about today is how you gonna bring back karma or you gonna reap what you sowed at when you messing with other people's spouses, okay? At the end of the day, a lot of people, and I said this in my last video, um, a message to women messing with married men, and I will leave that down in the description box. A lot of women don't realize, or people, men, anybody who messing with somebody else's spouse, okay, do not realize the consequences that you are inviting onto yourself whenever you mess with somebody's spouse. Now, the reason for that is because a marriage, and this is even what I said in my last video, is that a marriage is a covenant between husband and wife. And we see this at the very beginning of the Bible in Genesis 2.24. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and his mother and shall be joined to his wife and they shall become one flesh. A husband and a wife is now one flesh. And even the concept, I know you might be like, oh, I'm messing with a married man and I'm not his mother and I'm not his father. But that's kind of pointless, right? I mean, it's not pointless, but really what the Bible verse speaks to is that you are somebody outside of their marriage marriage and therefore you don't need to be in it. So God is like, if your mother and your father don't even need to be involved in your marriage and these people gave birth to you and they are blood related to you, what makes you think that some outside person deserves to be in the marriage bed? So understand that God, if you read the Bible, God always talking about covenants. And when you want to put your hands on somebody else's covenant, then you have to know that consequences are going to ensue. And I actually want to get into an example of where we see this clearly with Abraham and Sarah, if you know about Abraham, Abraham, man of God and all this other type of stuff, but Abraham and Sarah has some issues. Okay. I'm going to put my video down in the description box because they made my list for some of the most scandalous situations in the Bible, because a lot of people, we think of the good things about Abraham, but what we don't think of is that Abraham actually allowed like pimped out his wife basically he allowed his wife to be taken into a harem by pharaoh but so basically he was going to egypt he knew that his wife was very beautiful and he did not want them to kill him and take his wife so he was like sarah just say that you're my sister and that you're not my wife and then when pharaoh saw sarah he took her and basically into the harem he was sleeping with her and everything abraham was benefiting greatly he got sheep he got cattle he was getting favor off of the fact that Pharaoh was sleeping with his wife. But here is where the karma and the punishment comes in because you have to understand, it's like I said, Abraham and Sarah was in a covenant under God and they was one flesh. And so in Genesis 17, 20, it says, but the Lord punished Pharaoh and his household with severe plagues because of Sarah, Abram's wife. Then Pharaoh called Abram and said, what is that you have done to me? Why did you not tell me that she was your wife? 
Why did you say she is my sister so that I took her as my wife? Now then, here is your wife, take her and go. So Pharaoh commanded his men concerning them and they escorted him on his way with his wife and all that they had. So I'm saying Abram is because in the Bible, this is before Abraham's name was changed to Abraham in case y'all are confused about that. And it was still Abram because God changed um, his name to Abraham. But anyway, notice that the person who got punished, God don't care ultimately if it because you might be like oh the woman stepped out or the man he's married and he was cheating with me and a lot of people like to shift the blame and saying well I'm not the one that's married they're the one that's cheating okay but at the end of the day God's in God's eyes it don't matter because you have your hands in a covenant and you are somewhere where you don't need to be God is like there is way too one two three too many people in this situation and now I am going to take my punishment out on the individual who has inserted themselves into the covenant. Yeah, God might also punish the married spouse, but notice in this situation, God did not punish Sarah and he did not even punish Abraham. I mean, Sarah really, you know, she was just kind of getting pipped out. Abraham was really the issue here, but he didn't even get punished. The person who got punished was the person who was inserting themselves in somebody else's marriage and sleeping with this man's wife. So you have to know that God is going to deal very harshly with you if you decide to do this and the only person that you can blame is yourself. Notice that Pharaoh was not trying to make excuses like, oh, you told me. I mean, he did mention like you told me she was your sister. But at the end of the day, he was like, you know what? I don't have time for these plagues. I don't have time for God's punishment. I don't have time for none of this nonsense. You and your wife and you bounce. He did not try to say, oh, let me hang on to this man's wife, even though I see crap going wrong in my life. And let me just try to hang on to her because I love her or because I want her. No, he even recognized, even though he was not a Jew at the time that let me not do this because ultimately I understand that I will be bringing more plagues, more karma. I'm going to reap what I sow in this situation. And because I don't want to ruin myself, let me go ahead and let go of this man's wife because God evidently got an issue with this. And the reason why we know this is because if we go into Hebrews 13, 4, it specifically says marriage is to be held in honor among all that is regarded as something of great value and the marriage bed undefiled by immorality or by any sexual sin for God will judge the sexually immoral and adulterous. So understand what did I just say? that the covenant is is the marriage right and so that is why it says regarded as something as great value the marriage that they are in is something of great value yes the married person may be cheating on you cheating with you but at the end of the day that is not an excuse because it's like God sees the marriage is like a diamond right that's how we're gonna put it a diamond and here you are coming up in the store putting your hands touching and stealing and taking the the diamonds or taking stuff out of the jewelry store will stay that and you can't be like oh well they left it out in order for me to take or why did they make it so easy for me to take it when at the end of the day you knew you're not supposed to be stealing you know that you're not supposed to be putting your hands on somebody else's spouse and you know that that is something that is of great value and you know better so it is no longer acceptable to just put it all on the other person yes the other person is to blame because I know I got comments on my other video can we talk about the married person yeah we could talk about the married person but at the end of the day whatever you reap what you sow when it comes to you is going to be you yeah the married person may also reap some consequences of their actions but at the end of the day that don't have nothing to do with you your life has something to do with you and 
they are not going to be sitting up there reaping the consequences of what you did. You're going to be doing that all on your own. So consequences can be anything. You might notice situations in your life going awry. If you get caught, something bad could happen. The The wife could come and beat the brakes off of you. I'm not promoting that, but it can happen. Um, You could probably get, and I have even seen people who have cheated with married people. You can get an STD. You might get pregnant by this person and this person might be like, oh, I'm going back to my marriage and I might leave. Once you decide to leave the relationship and you get married, the same thing might happen to you and your spouse may cheat on you. And at the end of the day, the only thing you can sit and say in some way, I invited these, this karma or these consequences into my life based on the fact that I did the same exact thing. So my whole thing is like, wow, if you know that the marriage bed is regarded as something valuable and that God is going to judge you for it and that even God judged Pharaoh, the freaking king, why would you want to act? bring punishment into your life by putting your hands on something that God specifically says is a covenant between two people that he is in and you don't have no business in there like he said they mama they daddy don't need to be in there and so you daggone sure as an unrelated party that don't have nothing to do with their marriage needs to be in there so understand and I feel like we have to take more responsibility for this because understand that if you choose to do so then you are also actively choosing the consequences that come in your life in regards to this I hate, don't get mad, don't shoot the messenger, but at the end of the day, we need to realize why do we want to make things harder on ourselves or bring consequences in our lives based on us doing wrong when really we just don't need to enter the situation in the first place or if we are in that situation, then we just need to cut it off. No excuses and not try to say, oh, I'm in love and all this. Okay, but you can resist temptation of the flesh. You can resist temptation. You can turn away from somebody, especially if you know God is telling you, I'm going to have an issue with you I'm probably gonna have an issue with that person that you cheating with and y'all gonna have some judgment come out on y'all so I guess my overall point is make it easy on yourself stop making excuses if you're in this situation cut it off now and stop trying to say oh and a thousand million excuses as to why you're trying to justify that this is right it's not God's not going to want to hear it and God's going to have an issue with you okay all right guys hope that wasn't too harsh I love you guys y'all always know that I mean the best for y'all and don't forget to check the description box and once again I will see you guys another day another time bye y'all